I am Erin and this is Abby. Welcome to our podcast, Living Your Best Life. We believe that every person has the potential to create a life full of passion and purpose. We want to inspire and support you in your journey to unlocking your best self. We inform all listeners that the views, thoughts and opinions expressed throughout the podcast are purely the opinions of the Living Your Best Life podcast team and are not intended to replace expert medical, legal or psychological advice. Hi, welcome and thank you for joining Living Your Best Life with Abby and Erin. On today's show, we are wanting to welcome a very special lady, mama, wife and business owner, Jessica Feeney. We are always in awe of this incredible human, like many of us, seems to be working on creating that balance between study, work, business and family. Jess is the proud owner of Swaggies, a daycare bedding and accessory brand based on the Gold Coast. This lady just brings so much love into what she does and has been such an inspiration for many and we we can't wait to make a very special announcement on today's show for all of our listeners to hear as she is excited to be sharing with us a new vision and venture she has been working on. So we will get to hear it here first. Yay, welcome, welcome Jess. Jess. Thanks Thank so much for having me. What an intro. Yeah. <laughs> Holy smokes, you're going to get me crying just off the bat. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about yourself. My name is Jess. I'm 31. I'm born and raised on the Gold Coast. I have three other siblings a sister, a older brother and a twin brother. I've got a partner, Timmy. We've been together for 11 lovely years. Yay. And I've got four children, two biological. Luna is three and a half. Marzi is nine months. And I've got Nevaeh who's 14 and Tide's 10. And I'm a full-time uni student. I'm in my last semester. Of, wow. Yeah, which is exciting. Yes. Last semester in Bachelor of Education. I'm majoring in early education and primary and I also have a very busy little business called Swaggies which we personalize in daycare bedding and daycare accessories which is so cool One, you do so lady. much yeah. I'm like I know. I'm just listening to going wow fit it all in yeah you almost need a breath even explaining yeah. it right? <laughs> you're like what do I do again <laughs> yeah it's like it's a novel that's yeah. incredible so we're familiar with your brand Swaggies can you tell us how this business venture took off for you yeah cool that's a really cool question my partner and I were saving for a house or something to spend this sort of extra saved cash on. And I thought, I want to have my own business. I want to be in the position where Timmy doesn't have to work forever. And I could almost take over and give him a little bit of a break. And I always had a little joke with Timmy where I'd say, almost like, you're a better parent than I am. So you be the stay-at-home dad. And <laughs> I I'll, yeah, I'm like, and I'll be the workhorse. I thought I always kind of juggle up business ideas. What about this? What about that? And it's always nerve-wracking to take that actual step of doing it, you know? And I found this business called Daycare Swaggies online and I actually took screenshots of it probably about three or four times within, say, a 12-month period. And I thought, I'm either going to buy this business or I'm going to steal the idea and do it myself. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I and, love it. Great two options. Yes. <laughs> I love it. But I've actually never even said that out loud because yeah. it's probably frowned upon, right? No. And I thought, no, no let's be it. real. Everyone's doing yeah. it. <laughs> well, so I know I've listened to lots of business podcasts and people say most businesses are actually a copy of somebody else yet mm. they make it that little bit better to customize mm. it around yeah. them, you know yes. so one night at, it was about 11 o'clock at night when my brain is like in its prime time yes you Jess and I have very night simi- similar <laughs> traits we come alive at night yeah 100% my brain is on fire yeah. I'm like creative juices flowing tonight's the night <laughs> so I, I actually it. messaged Rachel who was the owner of daycare swaggies and I said look I noticed you've been 
been a little bit quiet on your socials? Are you still engaged within the business? Do you want to sell it to me? And it took about three weeks of persuading her because it was almost like, I know you're not really into it. Sell it to me or be your competition. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> or I'm coming for you. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, I'm literally going to be friends or enemies. <laughs> yeah. You've got you've got one opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. To make money off here, I take your business down, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. In saying that, actually, myself and Rachel are really good friends That's now. That's so good. She came around. She sold me the business within three weeks of me messaging her. I own Swaggies. That's wow. amazing. Which was really cool. Yeah. Persistence. I love it. Yeah. And I messaged her every day and there was kind of like a little bit of pushback. And then I said to Timmy, I need this business. You know, we paid a little bit more than I wanted to initially, but I'm so glad I did it. And then when I owned Swaggies and I had to deal with manufacturers in China, organizing customs, shipping, the language barrier, creating products, designing them, label, like there was so much more than I thought about this pretty little Instagram page. Yeah. That oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it the was glamorous crazy. life. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It took about six months six months until we received stock. And then once the first night on launch night, I literally felt like Kylie Jenner. I was like, <laughs> this is how she must feel on launch. I'm like, yeah. bing, 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 sale after sale. <laughs> I have this, what's it called, an app on my phone. And it goes ka-ching every time you get a sale. Oh, wow. We need that. I love like, that. That's like the perfect dopamine yeah. hit, right? Yes. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> it was so good. Every time it's gone off, I'm like, I'm a bloody millionaire. Yeah. Oh, ka-ching, 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 ka-ching. Like, get that swaggies. I know. I'm like, Timmy, put your resignation in. Yeah, I'm like, we're quitting. Yeah. Yeah. We're living the high life. I'm looking on real estate on the coast. I'm like, yeah, that's me. I'm living the dream, you know. Love Little it. did I know there were only like $60 sales, $40 yeah. sales, but I was winning in that moment, you know. That's awesome. And then I've actually had that for a year and a half now and we'll, it's killing it. Like it's doing really well. Yeah, we're really so happy good. with it. Yeah, and that kind of started because Luna, my daughter, was going to daycare at the time. I'm really time poor. So I've always said like I'll be late to my own funeral. I'm always oh late. It's like so I'm bad. Late. Yeah, yeah. Where Timmy, my partner, is super like always on time, if anything, like extra early. Yeah. And that's probably one thing we kind of clash on, you know? Yeah. We'd always get Luna ready for daycare and I'd have to pack a fitted sheet, a blanket, a pillow, you know, like a drink bottle hat, a backpack. I'm like, this is wild. I yeah. need something that I need right now. It's easy. It's just going to make my morning mm. easier on drop yes. off, you know? Yeah. So Swaggies was perfect. It's an all-in-one bedding solution. So good. Yeah. yeah. And it helps time poor mums like me, right? Yes. Which is majority of mums oh, these 100%. days. It's, yeah. It's, you know, anything that can alleviate having. And two, who wants to do the washing for that either? I'm like, I love it because you just chuck it in the washing machine, it's done. Or be the mum that forgets. Rather than having to do the, the one thing that oh, yeah. the child needs a daycare. That's, that's me. 100%. <laughs> yeah. So Swaggies was perfect. Great job. And then, yeah, so from then on in, we've just kept building on Swaggies. Now we do drink bottles, backpacks. Oh, amazing. Lunchboxes, the whole kit and caboodle, which is really cool. Just a one-stop I love shop. that. Yeah. That's so awesome. So, so awesome. Well, we feel like you're such an incredible example of someone who pours so much love into what you do. What do you think drives you? My children, for sure. Yeah. So I think it's funny, actually. When I was pregnant with Luna, I went on maternity leave. So I've worked in retail my whole life. I used to work in telecommunications, which is quite funny, actually, because I, I met Abby in telecommunications. I know, it's crazy. So many years 14 ago. years ago. Yeah. And at the time I was managing a Vodafone store at Tweed City and we lived at Gilston, which is like
like probably maybe like a half an hour drive or so home. And the day I went on maternity leave, I worked two weeks until Luna's due date and I just wanted to keep working. I was the I was huge. I was like a massive like whale almost. <laughs> and I was like wobbling around refusing to stop working. And the whole way home, I cried, like sobbed the whole way home. And when I got home, Tim's like, he had flowers and he was so excited because I was finally on maternity leave <laughs> and I was devastated. You're like, what's happening? What do I do now? Yeah. And he's like, well, what's going on? This is awesome. Like this, every mum loves maternity leave, right? You get to sit at home, so you reckon, and relax yeah. before baby comes. But I think for me, I felt like I was losing me. So I was felt almost suffocated before I was even a mother because I thought I wouldn't have my own money coming in. I was almost, yeah, I was losing my own identity. I can totally relate to that because I refused to leave this studio till the night before. Yeah, yeah. I think Abby had 10 days Someone of maternity to, leave. Yeah, and because yeah. I had a cesarean and all sorts, but it was I can relate to that. Yeah. I was like, I'm, who am I? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was that totally identity. Me. Yeah, yeah the identity, like loss yeah. of. Yeah. Yep. I totally transitioning into being a mom. Yeah. It's it's something that people don't talk about. Yep. And I I think it's the unknown as well. Yeah. So will I ever be able to go back to work again? Will I be the same person after this? Yeah. You know, where once I had Luna and I love being a mom and I love everything that comes with it, but I always thought, and this is nothing against stay at home mums, of course. Yeah. No. That's a full time job in itself. Uh And it is hard work. Yes. Right. (laughs) So I even think I I needed more and and. It wasn't more that I needed more on the extra load. I just felt like there was more to me than just being labeled as just a mum. Yeah. You know, so I thought I'm going to, I've always wanted to be a school teacher. And Tim said to me, Jess, you're not going back to retail. He said, I want you. This is your time now that you, yes, you're off. Yes, you can study. Yeah. study. Yeah. Let's do it, you know. And I had the support from my family and the backing there as well to help with Luna. And I kind of just enrolled into uni just to kind of shut him up, which yeah. is wild, right? <laughs> I've signed up to this four-year degree. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah. I know. I was like, all <laughs> right, I'll it. just keep him quiet and just might get him off hustle. my back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I thought I'd just do it whenever. I didn't realise the extent of how crazy it would actually be. Yeah. yeah. And I did it. And even at high school, I was there for the social aspect. Like, did really well in, say, dance, drama, HPE. When it came to, I don't think from year 10 onwards, I literally submitted an assignment, <laughs> which is wild. Yeah, you're like, um... And it's wild now. Like, I'm just yeah. a bit the same. I was like the drama kid that hung out in the art of the drama room. Yeah. And I'd always be like, yeah, I'm really busy. We've got the musical <laughs> yeah. coming up. I can't do that assignment. Yeah, flat out. Like, Not a chance. Yeah. It, it, I, yeah. It, and now I think back and when I reflect on it, I think, why didn't the school call my parents? I Because now they would. Yeah, now <laughs> they like, would. It would be me calling someone's parents saying, hey, what's going on? Jimmy yeah. hasn't submitted his homework. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. I did it. And it's so wild because it's three and a half years later, I'm I'm on my last semester at university. I've literally got my internship to go and I'm a school teacher, which is incredible. That's incredible. Yeah. And there was so many times where I thought there's no way I'm going to finish this. I would, I was, I breastfed Luna till she was two. So I started uni when Luna was five months and I would be literally patting her in her cot and doing my assignment with her, like on my laptop, on the floor of her nursery, trying to keep her to sleep (laughs) and submit this assignment by midnight. That's multitasking at its best. Yeah, it is, right? 
right. I know. And I was like, wow, if I can, I have to finish this for Luna because yeah. I wanted to be her school teacher. I just thought when Luna's older and even my other daughter, Nevaeh, they will realize that if my mum can do it, yes, we can do it. You can totally. do it. 100%. It's and about being that role model. Hey? Yes. And that's what I thought. With my older child, I would always ask her, as you do in normal family conversations, I'd say, Nevaeh, what do you want to be when you're older? And she'd yeah. say to me, I want to be a cheerleader. I'm like, that's awesome. But what else? And she's like, a cheerleader. Yeah. I, want to be <laughs> I just want to be the cheerleader. Yeah, I love like, it. Okay, baby, you be the best cheerleader yeah. that's ever, you know, yeah. it's ever done it, you know. And then as she got slightly older, she would say, I want to, um, I want to work at Target. And I was like, okay. And what about like the store manager or what? Yeah. Or you want yes. to own Target? Yes. Next, like, <laughs> you want to take it over? Yeah. I'm like, come on, baby, give me something, you know. Yeah. So I thought I wanted to give her a really positive female role model. Yeah. So I wanted her to know that even if you're not academically smart, if mm. you have a vision, you can get it. Yeah. With hard work and a passion. A hundred percent. That's that's exactly right. So I thought I'm doing it for her. If anything, I'm yeah. making sure both my girls know that you can be more. You or you can be anything you want to be if you put your mind to it yeah so even though we're huge believers of that yeah 100% and I thought even if I crawl across this line Mm -hmm. I'm walking across that stage at Griffith and get that award (laughs) you know yes and you're gonna get that hat yeah I'm getting that hat and I'm throwing it in the air yes well when COVID hit I was like does this mean I'm not walking this stage yeah you're like I better get that stage (laughs) I'm I'm gonna put this degree on hold till I walk that stage I come here to wear that robe yeah my audience so when when will you do you have a date yet well i'm actually meant to be on my final placement now yeah life has really thrown a spanner in the works for me lately so i have actually deferred uni until semester two so i'll take six months off yeah and i'll go back in june and i'll finish it and in december i'll be putting that hat on yes well we'll be cheering for you we will yes we'll be your cheerleaders yes thank you Wanting to get that passion project off the ground and don't know where to begin? Want to create a vision for your life and not just for your business? Whether you're trying to run a business, planning your career or studying, the day-to-day challenges we all face can feel like we are living a life we never intended for ourselves. After running multiple businesses in the creative arts space for over a decade, we've seen so many talented people with the potential to succeed. However, they often feel unaccomplished and unfulfilled due to a lack of clarity and vision on what living their best life means for them. But here is the best part. There's a simple solution for all of this and it all starts with getting clarity on what living your best life means to you. It's the very first step you need to take in order to achieve your wildest dreams. We found that by consistently showing up as the best version of yourself and intentionally setting a clear direction on where your life is heading, you're a hundred times more likely to achieve your goals and ultimately live your best life. To find out more on how we can assist you on this journey, please follow us on Instagram at underscore living your best life, where you can link straight to our online course from our bio. We're here to help you join us and together we will manifest your dreams. You are someone who places a significant value on your health and time. Are you able to tell us about these two top priorities for you and how you incorporate those values into your life? Yes. Okay. So health and time is huge for me and especially lately. So I'll just quick like briefly touch on what's happened in December my three and a half year old girl was tragically hit by a car so this was uh, right outside my house three days later she actually passed away in hospital and I think it 
was a big, obviously it was tragic and it's huge and we are still trying to navigate how to move forward from this. But I feel like trying to find the silver lining out of any situation is the way to move forward. And I think that the only two things that we have as humans is that can't, you can never get back is good health and time. Yeah. 100%. I can, or all of us, we could have everything, everything. But if you get stripped of something like your child, you will give anything to have that time back. back. 100%. So it's like, for me, I could have, I think daily, I'm like, take my house, take my clothes, take everything, shave my head, do whatever you have to do. Give me my baby back. Mm. So I feel like living in the moment and really embracing that time and having good health with your children and yourself is the utmost important thing ever. So I think as well, when I reflect on my daughter's life, um, one thing that I think is I have zero regrets in parenting. And I think that's really, really important for me and my grieving process, because I know that Luna was never that child that woke up, went to daycare, came home, had dinner and went to bed. Every day was fulfilled for my daughter, whether that was going to wet and wild for a couple of hours after school or coming to dancing or getting donuts with dad. Yes, I love that. Donuts when dad would fill up every Monday afternoon and she'd get a yellow one, which mum actually didn't know about. No, I know. That was super cheeky. Or going for a ride with your kids after school, drawing, painting, things that don't cost money, but your children absorb the love from it. So I am so grateful that I gave Luna that life because I think with grief, it's so uncertain and there's no book on grief. There's no rights or wrongs. And there's not even a, you know, they say there's a circle of grief, but you can actually get to one point and then I'm like, okay, so I've reached here and I've, I've made that week. What's next? And you can go right back again and it hits you 10 times worse. So I feel like really reflecting on those positive things. And even when Lou was here, Tim and I would often speak about, you know, say we got cross at her for something. We would then reflect when we'd lay in bed and go, oh, we probably shouldn't have done that. You know, she's only three or, you know, setting those, it's good to have expectations and boundaries for our children but yeah. making sure that it's still, you know, age appropriate. Yeah, and, and realistic. Realistic. Yeah. That's exactly right. So I just feel like moving forward, I want to remind parents that time waits for nobody. Yeah. Time waits for nobody. Embrace that time that you have every single day. You know, there's uh, even, you know, I have friends and family that have blended families and it's quite common nowadays. Like I've just had a recent conversation with a girlfriend and she said, yeah, but I only get them during the week. It's like, the, hey, that's more days than I get. Yeah. And with those days, embrace that time. Yeah. You know, Luna was that one child that would turn up to daycare at 10 o'clock every day. I didn't care. I felt bad, obviously, for the teachers. But I was like, <laughs> same. I always rock in late. When, I, when it's my morning, I'm like, oh. Yeah, they so, know. So, and so, sorry, Hals. <laughs> well, well, they give us the side eye, right? You drop yeah. your daughter off and you're like, oh, so, some days I'm like, surely I could just drop her over the fence and run back to the car. So they're like, oh, Luna's here. <laughs> Luna's here. Yeah, yeah. She's been here the whole time. I know, but now I'm like, you know what? I'm so glad I dropped yeah. her off late. I'm yeah. so glad I watched that extra Paw Patrol with her in the morning. And yeah. I'm so glad I paid, you know, in her cubby house before I dropped her off because those moments I will never get back and yeah. I'll crave for the rest of my life, mm. you know? So I feel like... It's important that we, you know, mm. are still here. We should be embracing every every day, yeah. every day with everything we have. Even if it doesn't cost money, people say, oh, we don't have the money to do that or the luxury. I don't mm. either. No, it doesn't, it cost, doesn't money cost money because time to, doesn't cost money. To take cost your money. child to the park. And yeah. I think no it's just so easy to get 
get caught up in that routine of yeah. day-to-day life and really, you know, get that perspective on how important mm. children value time more than anything. That is their love oh, language. Yeah. And then know? you'll find even with disciplining and things, like if you give them more time, mm. they actually don't need disciplining because no, they just they're love not craving your attention. That nurturing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I can't, I honestly cannot agree more. And I, even with my parenting, I find I never smacked my kids. Mm. And I mean, I was smacked when I was a kid. And, but I feel like if my mom, I remember when we were kids, your mom gave you that look and you knew. <laughs> you just knew. Like, there was run. no smack needed. <laughs> your mom gives you Start that Start running. I agree. You get that side eye and yeah. you're like, oh, Ooh, I better have yeah. a straight back and be There's quiet. There's the boundary. Yeah. 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 Don't cross. And they still wouldn't smack you, but you yeah. knew. Yeah. yeah. It was still a threat. A good one, you know. <laughs> and I would find with Luna, and not even just saying it because she's not here, but a lot of people would say, you know, there's no kids allowed, but you can bring Luna, you yeah. know. And that was because she was well behaved and we yeah. did yeah. make sure that, you know, she had her man- she had great manners and she'd take her shoes off at the door and all those little things are free to teach your children. Yes. And that helps them become good human beings and good adults, yes. you know. Yes, agreed. Yeah. Such a powerful message. Mm. It is. What advice and or words of wisdom would you give someone who maybe was feeling like they were living through their hardest days and facing adversity in their lives? Okay, good question. I would say tomorrow is a new day. Acknowledge your feelings mm. and realize that it's okay to feel the way you feel. Yeah. Everybody has bad days. Everybody has good days, but tomorrow is a new, new day. day. And I feel like knowing yourself and strategies to overcome that emotion. So me, for example, talking on grief, grief, I always say it comes out of nowhere. It hits you like a wave, almost, I would say a tsunami. Yeah. There's times where it's paralyzing, Take literally takes your breath away. Mm. And I feel like for me, I've made strategies that my brain will just turn off because it's not ready to feel that or I make sure that I don't sit in that emotion for too long. Too long, yeah. yeah. That's right. So it's like, yeah. yeah, I'm having a really shitty day today and I don't feel good, but I ain't going to sit in this for too long yeah. because it's not healthy for me. It's not good for my mental health and it's not good for my family that have to be around. I also think that emotions is just energy and motion, literally that emotion, energy, yeah. motion, move I your body. That. Yeah, That's a yeah, really cool way of looking scene. at it. Yeah, because yeah. then you just notice that it is energy coming, transferring into the body and then and out. 100%. Through you, it's not actually something that is a part of you, essentially. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. on the weekend, for example, I was having a really bad day. I'm like, I need to go to the gym. I need to shift this energy, and I need to get rid of it. And yeah, for me, the gym is something that I'm trying to. <laughs> she loves the gym. Yeah, I. What's the word? The gym's like almost a bit of a charity for me. I give them a membership and have done for the last ten years, and I barely ever go. And I'm talking never go. So I am. That's something that I am I'm trying to. For that too. Yeah, yeah. It's my don't. Yeah. my weekly donation yeah <laughs> and I think that's something that I'm trying to move forward because you don't ever leave the gym and feel bad no exactly you know you yeah you're gassed and you're tired yeah. and you're sweaty and you feel gross but you never actually in your mind you don't ever feel horrible for it so yeah. that's something that I would say get your body moving and know that you're in charge of your emotion yes you're in charge on how you feel sit in that for a little bit and do what you can to get out of it yeah such sure. great advice I just love that yeah so you have a very exciting announcement to make today a special launch that you've been working on we're just dying to hear all about it yes I'm dying to tell you so in Luna's honor I wanted to create something so it kind of stemmed from every single night when we 
would go to bed. I would read, say, two books with Luna every night. Then we would say affirmations, which was always positive. So a little backstory on that was when I actually had Luna, my partner's Maori Cook Island. So he, just to put it into context, he's like 100 kilos, fit looking, dark caramel skin, like good looking, right? And I'm like, okay, surely I'm blonde, really fair. All my family's from the UK. I thought, surely I'm going to get a caramel baby. (laughs) So I knew she was going to be big. I actually got induced two weeks prior, but I still thought she was going to be that cute little baby on Instagram, you know, with a little bow in her hair and a little wrap. And she was like super, super cute, Bond's baby straight (laughs) off the bat. When Luna came out, she was nothing like it. She looked, she looked like, hey, Arnold. She had this, I had an emergency cesarean. (laughs) Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. It was wild. She had an, we had an emergency cesarean. She was stuck in the birth canal for like 10 hours. Oh Oh my gosh. Yeah. Poor Luna. Her head was literally like, hey, Arnold. She was white (laughs) as a ghost to the point where I even asked the doctors if she was albino. And I, and, and, she had red hair. Oh my God. And not like strawberry blonde. I'm talking red, red hair. <laughs> and I was like, no one's got red hair in my family and no one has red hair in Timmy's family. Wow. So I'm looking around, I'm like, maybe she's been swapped. What's yeah, happened here? Yeah, like, you know, this much. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is, this is different. <laughs> and it's funny because she obviously was the most beautiful child ever. And she definitely grew into her head, went normal and everything yeah. within a couple <laughs> yeah. of days was super cute. But I knew that her hair was wasn't changing. It was actually getting redder and yeah. redder and redder. And if you jump online and check my daughter out, she has the most fire engine red, red hair, hair ever. So I knew from that moment that with the negative stigma around red hair, which I feel like is actually kind of shifted since maybe has, Sheeran. Yes. Maybe since Sheeran. Sheeran. <laughs> no, we noticed it's trend. becoming a trend. Yeah. Like yeah. it actually is something where I know we definitely embrace redheads here. Like we love. Yeah, we love the natural red. and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah definitely has shifted yeah it's like almost like you're really cool if you it's have it. yeah <laughs> yeah I love that well I always thought with Luna I needed to make sure you know I didn't want her to be bullied and be called a ranger or any mm-hmm. sort of negative feeling towards her so I thought I'm going to make sure from a very early age that my daughter has the confidence yeah. to soar so my thing was I always told her how beautiful her hair was I always said you know people spend so, you, you know so much money oh, on red yes. hair like you or looking Nicole Kidman, look how beautiful yes. it is, you know? And she would often say to me, Mama, why have you got blonde hair? Daddy's got dark hair. Oh, okay. And I have red hair. Yeah. She was really observant like that. Yeah, and right. I thought, yeah, well, genetics good point. lesson. Genetic. Yeah. That's right. So <laughs> I would say to her, you know, people have, um, you know, I've got blue eyes, you've got blue eyes, daddy has dark eyes, or daddy's got darker skin, mummy's got white skin, you know, everybody is different. So, yeah. and that's really special that everybody's different, different. because how boring mm. would life be if everyone was, was exactly the same? Totally. That's right. So from a very early age, I would talk about affirmations. So each night we'd say, I would, I initially started with just saying them to her and saying, you know, I am brave. I am kind. I am beautiful. I am me, you know, all these sort of things. And then as she got older, she started chanting them back to me and she would say, mama, if I forgot to do the I am after reading, she'd say, mama, we forgot, you know, I am. Yeah. So it was something that we did her whole life. And then once Lou actually passed, I said to 
Timmy when we got home, I'm like, what am I going to do about reading? Like, who am I going to chant these affirmations to? Or what are we going to do? So I jumped on Instagram and said, I'm going to read stories to other children. Because if I can't read to my baby, I'm going to read to somebody else. Yeah. And I wouldn't care if there was one person or 10 people, thousand people, whatever. I'm going to read to your child because one, it makes me feel good. And two, it takes something off you as a parent that I can do to help you. And it's, it's a win-win for everyone. It's definitely become a ritual in our house. Yes, yeah. I, I Hello, admit yeah. I do follow your reading. I love it. Time. You yes. read to Erin too. You read to me. <laughs> yes, I love, I love it. it. Harlow reads now the book and says, can you send to Jeff? I love oh, that. <laughs> yes. I, that, that makes me so happy because I know how much Luna loved reading. Yeah. And I think it's even if it helps one child that doesn't get read to at home and yeah. their parent just hands, my, hands their phone and I take over, I'm happy to do that. And that yeah. makes me feel good. I feel like it also helps parents realize the importance of reading to children. Yes. Yes. How it helps their vocabulary, their confidence, yeah. everything. Yeah. Totally. And I've had hundreds of parents message me, both fathers and mothers, and they'll say, thank you so much for just reminding me to do this. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. you know, now, now my children are asking me to read this book. Or now we've actually put aside half an hour. Instead of just sending our kids to their room, we're doing it. Yeah. We're putting them Spending to sleep. Spending that time so good. with them before they go to bed. Yes. I know the bookstores have sold out of all the favorite books. I know. I need some book sort club. of royalty. I know. You need heart. to get a kickback. We need to organize some sponsorship. I went to the bookstore the other day and I was like, yeah, we need this book, this book, this book. She's like, yeah, we sold out because of Facebook. I was like, no, I know exactly why you sold out. Yeah. I know. I'm waiting for it's that incredible. author of In My Heart to shoot me a message. I know. I know. But I thought. Definitely. Yeah. It is exciting. And I thought, what can I do? Because even these little things that I've been doing as a parent, other people are loving. So I thought because of my educational background, I thought I'm going to create a foundation in Luna's honor and we are going to build a educational program around children's empowerment because it's true. I feel like my daughter, for example, I always knew that you can't be teased about something if you don't have a complex about it yourself. Exactly. Yeah. It won't affect you. No way. Building that self-esteem. Yeah. That's right. If someone said to Luna, oh, you're a ranger, you've got red hair. She'd be like, yeah, I love my red hair. Yeah. It would disarm them immediately. Yes. 100%. What could you say back? You couldn't. Takes away the power. I love that. No power at all. The words mean absolutely Absolutely nothing. nothing. Yeah, that's it. So I have been creating with a couple of my girlfriends out of school teachers, with university lecturers, an actual program that we're going to implement into childcare centers and early years into the primary school setting, which is absolutely huge, right? It's so amazing. Yeah. And we are in the midst of creating a, a storybook about Luna, the unicorn who oh, lives wow. on the rainbow. And yes. yes. So, so good. Oh my gosh. So yeah. good. I love it. And each color is going to reflect a different affirmation. So kind, confident, brave. And we'll mm-hmm. talk about Luna meeting all these people and actually creating a powerful person in herself because yeah. she has all these qualities and all these traits. So we are creating lesson plans that schools can implement around our storybook. Yeah. And then at the end of it, we will have a Luna Day, which, which is, is awesome. similar. A lot of other charities, say the Daniel Morecambe, for example, they have yeah. a red day for Daniel. Yeah. Luna will have a colorful rainbow day for herself, which will impre- will implement throughout all the schools. Yeah. We don't know how that will look as such, but we do know that that day will wear, uh, children will be able to wear something bright and we all have resources, educational resources on our website to help with that day. So to help empower our next generation. So every other child has that opportunity to feel as brave and confident as Luna did. That's, That's so incredible. incredible. And so what we need right now. I think it's just so amazing that you've been able to take, you know, what you guys are dealing with and make it into such a positive thing thing. 
Yeah. They're just so incredible. And to be able to embed Thanks. it with young children and to start at that age, yeah, you know, where their so identity important. is really Because half the, t- half the battle is is that the, the traumas happen at that age, you know, yeah. and it's so hard to then erase that as adults. So it is so incredible that you get to yeah, empower the children. youth. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I even find, you know, with myself, and I feel like all of us to some extent have some sort of childhood trauma. Yes. And that could be as simple as not being told when we were children, you know how like your parents example you would always say I know for me I'd say what's for dinner tonight mom would say worms it's like just tell me what's for tea, you know? You're like, Ew. Yeah. Or you would say, you know, life was always busy. We had four kids in our family and my mum used to say, no, you can't do that. But it was like, but why? Yes, yeah. there's no You can't say no, that's right. Yeah. You need to say to your children, we're not doing this because of A, B and C. So then yeah. we go, okay, yeah, I get that. Yes. So I feel like having this space where we can kind of even just help with educators teaching our next generation, but then eventually also doing, you know, positive parenting programs or teaching other people just little strategies to help make life easier for everyone yeah you know and making sure our children really have the best like tools in place to make sure that they're confident and and become resilient adults adults yes Yes. yeah that's exactly you just don't want them hitting that 15 16 year old mark where their identities yeah do start to fall apart because they don't have that essence of who they are that's exciting for the next generation it's world changing yeah Yeah. i'm so excited about this i'm excited too i'm so excited (laughs) it is something that has you know, it's going to take a little bit of time, yeah. but it's happening and the wheels are moving and we are so excited. That's so amazing. So how can our listeners and followers follow your journey and the journey of Luna Capri Foundation and even Lucella? Lucella. Yes, Lucella is exciting. Lucella yeah. is something that we will do every year in Luna's honour. And yeah. now obviously the Luna Capri Foundation will back that. So Luna Capri Foundation can be found. Our website's not live at the moment. However, we do have an Instagram page, which is at Luna Capri Foundation. You can follow myself. At, at Jessica Feeney on Instagram, Facebook, and you can keep up to date with how we're tracking. Yes, awesome. And we'll also put it in our podcast notes so our listeners can check it out. Well, thank you so much for joining yeah, us. Thank you. This has been an incredible conversation. Yes. So thank yes. you for Thanks taking the time me. and spending that with us. So amazing. Thanks so much. I appreciate it.